Children's Hour podcast listeners. Thanks for listening. It's me, Katie. I just wanted you to know that the Children's Hour has a little shop that supports our nonprofit work. You can get a Children's Hour crew t-shirt in any size from 2T all the way through adult. And we have stainless steel bottles that keep your drinks hot or cold. Plus, we've got playing cards, stickers, and so much more. Check it out at childrenshour.org slash shop. And every dime you spend supports making your favorite kids public radio show, The Children's Hour. What does a cloud wear under his raincoat? I don't know. What? Thunderwear. If they're to be seen, I say It's coming to me day by day I'm going up to Santa Fe Gonna try to touch the sun Found to be some crazy time Dealing in rhythms and rhymes You can get up for a time If you live in the now
That's Bill Tinker from a very old and scratchy record called The Songs of New Mexico. And you are listening to the Children's Hour. I'm Katie Stone. We're broadcasting from the beautiful state of New Mexico here at the Sunspot Solar Studio. And with me are a whole lot of great people on Zoom. Hello, crew. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hi. Hi. And who do we have with us today? Hi, it's Kodiak. Hello, it's Amadeus. Hi, it's Evan. It's Corbett. Hi, it's Illuminata. Hello, it's Lily. Hi, it's Daniel. Hi, friends, it's Melissa. Hi, it's Camilla. Happy day, it's Maya. Hi, it's Beth. Well, I'm pretty excited about this show, everyone, because today we're going to learn about governing a state. That's right, taking leadership in a state government, and that means the governor. We're going to be speaking with New Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham. The kids have a whole lot of questions for her. And we're also going to hear from a Las Cruces, New Mexico, 10-year-old Lily Hausman, who has a message for the adults listening. We're also going to hear from the Yale Climate Connections. There is a super cool project in South Africa bringing electricity to places where it was never available before. And we have such great music for you on this show, including this one from our friends, Fast Heart Mart. This is the Children's Hour. of the U.S. there is a place where the sky is blue almost every day and it hardly ever rains don't worry of money it's cheap and sunny coyotes house snakes rattle and roadrunners run the nights are cold, but the days are warm, and there's always plenty of sun. Don't worry of money, it's cheap and sunny. It's cheap and sunny, and I'm a cookie. It's Albuquerque is such a place of isolation In the southwest of the U.S. there is a place It's cheap and sunny And Albuquerque It's cheap and sunny And Albuquerque It's cheap and sunny 
Fast Heart Mart was from Albuquerque, New Mexico, and that's the title track to their Cheap and Sunny CD. Well, we are in Albuquerque, New Mexico on the Children's Hour at the Sunspot Solar Studio. Today's show is called Governing a State. And if you go to our website, childrenshour.org, you can find a learning guide that goes along with today's show. And in fact, it meets educational standards nationwide. I am positively delighted to welcome our guest to the Children's Hour today. Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham is the 32nd governor of the state of New Mexico. She was born in Los Alamos, New Mexico, graduated from St. Michael's High School in Santa Fe, and she earned her undergraduate and law degrees from the University of New Mexico. She's a 12th generation New Mexican and the mother of two adult children and the grandmother of three. And she is also the caretaker for her mother, Sonia. Governor Lujan Grisham, we're so delighted you're with us today. Thank you for making the time for the Children's Hour. Hey, Katie, it's lovely to see you. I'm really excited uh, to be on the show, but I got to say, I wish I was doing it in person just because it's so great to see all the energy of so many young people engaging in both the technology and the issues. But uh, uh, this is wonderful as well. And thank you for continuing to be so COVID safe and so inclusive so that wherever you are, people can join in, kiddos can join in and their parents. Well, thank you, Governor Lujan Grisham. We are just waiting on vaccines for kids. So hopefully that comes soon. The kids have a lot of questions for you. Let's start with Lily. My question is, what are some of your responsibilities as governor? You know, governors have really broad responsibilities. Basically think about what you would think involves uh, your quality of life like schools, after school programs, roads, when you turn on the water, got to make sure that all of those things work. You turn on the light, you get electricity. Governors are responsible for programs and government agencies that do all of that work and more. Are you involved in any affairs outside of New Mexico? Absolutely. Look, for us to, to create jobs, Right. We're talking about companies and folks who are engaged in the economy all around the world. And a place that most governors go to is Israel. And I'll tell you why. You might know that Israel is a place that has a really good reputation in what we call innovation or startup companies. And so they create technology companies. Think about your smartphone and lots of apps. For me, I think about water sanitation and water delivery systems uh, that are really important for a a state like New Mexico. So we go meet those companies and talk to them about expanding into our state. But we also work across states. So, you know, the whole Western United States is working together to prevent forest fires, to do a better job about sharing staff and making sure that we can protect our our states from wildfires. Uh, We need to do better, right, electric charging and maybe hydrogen hubs so we have cleaner fuel for transportation and cars. So you have to work together with the other states. And as we get more renewable energy out there, right, which is cleaner and safer, We have to have a way for all the states to move it onto these power grids. And in order to do that, states have to work together. So lots of opportunities 
to work with other folks. And it's really important to do it. Otherwise, you can't really solve problems or create opportunities for your states if you try to do that in a vacuum. What is the government doing to promote renewable energy? Everything. And uh, I'm going to need you to be uh, my renewable energy expert and champion. You know, I think young people who are really clear about the risks and the opportunities, really, as you keep learning about climate science, can really be helpful. So here's just a couple of examples. I have a law called the Energy Transition Act. And here's basically what it means. We have to transition away from oil and gas and coal, all those fossil fuels that pollute the earth and are causing it to warm up, which is causing a lot of terrible problems for all of us and the planet. So I got a law passed that said by 2045, no major utility company. What does that mean? All the people that sell us electricity and you need it, right? Um, And when I turn on a light, I have a light right here. When you turn on your computers so that we can do this radio show, right? You have to have electricity. Well, I'm not going to allow them to buy or make any electricity that isn't renewable. None. So that's called carbon zero. So they can't do it. And we're not going to do it by 2045. We're going to do it by 2040. Wait a minute. We're going to beat 2040 by golly. I think we do it by 2035. Now you have to do it in other places. You also have to say in your law, here's how much renewable energy is going to be in my state. So I have said, right, that I want this much renewable energy by this amount of time, right? 80% has to be renewable energy. Wind, solar. We didn't specifically say hydrogen, but that may be another energy source. Got to study it more. Got to know all the pros and cons. But New Mexico is now the leading state in the United States, the leading state for wind energy investments. And soon we're going to be the leading state for solar. And we're also requiring that it is on rooftops in government buildings and houses. So that's one big thing. Here's the next thing. In six months, I'm going to get a law that says you have to have cleaner cars and we're going to create a whole new situation for transportation because cars and buses and airplanes, they create pollution. And one more thing, we have laws that say we have to have cleaner soil. Soil actually is a place that can get bad carbon and greenhouse gases out of the atmosphere. So our air is cleaner, stores it in the soil. That's good. But if your soil's not healthy, if it doesn't have all the right things in it, nutrients and all that and worms, all those things, it can't do it. So we're going to do that. And then I want to tell you a couple of things I want you to be really proud of. If you're a New Mexican and if you're not, your state needs to follow New Mexico's lead. New Mexico has the strongest air pollution laws. We call it the methane rule. And we're now going to have an ozone rule. Those are bad things that get into our air. We also have a law that says if an oil and gas company does bad things anywhere in the world, it's enough for me to remove them from New Mexico so that I'm helping clean up the whole world. That's New Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham. We're going to be talking more with her in just a few minutes. But first, this is Joe West out of Santa Fe from his kids' CD, If the World Were Upside Down, right here on the Children's Hour. 
grand Roll into the sea There's a place that we all know Where nothing seems to bother me We're rolling on the river Rolling to the sea Rolling to where the leaves fall on me All the ships that we make by hand And we release Take a course far from land Remembering a home in the trees Produced by the Children's Hour Incorporated, a New Mexico nonprofit dedicated to producing high quality kids' public radio. Learn more at childrenshour.org. Support for the Children's Hour is provided by Electric Playhouse, an immersive entertainment experience in Albuquerque, New Mexico. The Playhouse is open. Learn more about play, dining, and family programming, as well as future locations and events at electricplayhouse.com. The Children's Hour is now providing downloadable learning guides that link to national standards in education for use in classrooms everywhere. 
find one for this episode at childrenshour.org. Look for Governing a State. Many thanks to the City of Albuquerque for supporting this effort. the title track off Floor Bromley's brand new release, Pachamama. You're listening to the Children's Hour. I'm Katie Stone. And today on the show, we're learning about governing a state with New Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham. You can find a learning guide for this episode at childrenshour.org. And I think the kids want to change directions here, Governor, and talk about the pandemic. Maya Falcone, you have the next question. How did you stand against political pressure during the pandemic? You know, we're all elected, governors are, and 
You know, uh, there's a kind of an old saying that people who are the loudest or the most powerful or have the most money, you know, really put folks who are dependent upon people feeling good about the decisions I make or agreeing with me all the time, because otherwise um, they won't vote for me. And those political pressures with or without a pandemic are always there. It is one of the most challenging things about a system um, I believe in, which is we need uh, democracies all around the world. People's voices are powerful and important but we need those voices to be as powerful and important like your voice, not just big businesses or big corporations or big organizations. So this is a country that needs to do better there. That was always on my mind about COVID. And so while businesses, you know, were really upset about the strict decisions we made, um, I didn't let political pressure ever find its way into making decisions that were about saving people's lives. And I followed the science. How has the pandemic harmed New Mexico and other states' healthcare system? And do you think it has even further back from free healthcare in the states? I don't know that COVID actually makes us get further behind in really making sure that healthcare is treated like a fundamental right. And for you know, listeners, what that means is that it's protected. We don't fight about it anymore. Every human being is entitled to health care. I actually think COVID helps us. And I will tell you why. Because it really showed the division between people who had good health care coverage and people who didn't, how expensive it is to be in the hospital, how ill-prepared states and hospitals were. And the federal government had to pump billions of dollars into the healthcare system. So, you know, I think it really proves the point that it doesn't operate the way that it should. What impact does COVID have on education? It really changed the way that we do things, right? I mean, uh, every state in some way or another, some states stricter than others, engaged in distance learning. So take a state that never closed schools. Lots of parents were worried about their kids' safety, and lots of educators were worried about their safety. And so you didn't have as many folks going to school, and so they had to do distance learning, and that changed things. Some states had better tools to do that. New Mexico and some of our really, really uh, what we call frontier communities where only 25, 50 people live and they live miles apart, they had trouble right, being able to have internet. In New Mexico, we closed schools and everyone had to have access to the internet but it was spotty. And I can tell you that it was really hard on kids and parents. I don't think that there were learning losses. You know, that's something that you might see on TV, people are talking about. Whenever you change the way that you learn something or whenever you change uh, how you do something, there's some differences, there just are. It doesn't mean that we didn't learn as much. It didn't mean that we didn't mature more. It didn't mean that we didn't focus uh, less. And so as we go back to school in the classroom, I think there's still gonna be some interesting things that we'll have to learn, like how to be together again, how to still support some students who are coming into the classroom via the internet. What kinds of focuses, you know, our parents really want us to have. And I think parents are going to want to be more involved in some of those day-to-day classroom activities because they were for that this last year. So uh, it has re-energized this governor. 
uh, to keep putting more resources into education so that no matter the challenges, students and their families feel like they're getting everything they should. Will kids be required to wear masks, wear masks in school? Well, in New Mexico, we required that all kiddos wear masks, even in childcare programs, if they were above two. Clearly for elementary school kids and early childhood education aged kiddos, which are three and four, they can't get vaccinated. So we're going to require masks. And we know that indoors, it's a bit riskier. I want to make sure that kids feel safe and are protected. And I know it's a hard rule to follow, but I will tell you that I found that kids could follow those rules a whole lot better than most of the adults that I was asking to follow those rules. So a shout out to young people, you know, who know it's important to take care of each other. And for older kids, you know, we saw the uh, Pediatric Society of America say we should require masks indoors for all kids. And the reason that they're saying that even for vaccinated kiddos is we just have too many kids who aren't. uh, And that just creates so many challenges and lets the virus spread. Wearing masks, just that's the meanest thing in addition to a vaccine you can do to a virus. And the virus deserves that we do everything to kill it, frankly, to keep it from transmitting. I think that states are going to get really good evidence that suggests that indoors, in the classroom, everyone should wear masks. And we'll probably keep the opportunity, because so many New Mexicans are vaccinated, that you don't have to wear them outside for sports and uh, recess and related activities. That's New Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham. And indeed, the rules here are that you wear a mask at school. It's not that hard. And we're doing it no problem here on the Children's Hour. We're going to talk a little bit more with Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham. But before we get there, this is a band out of Silver City, Bayou Seco. And they're singing about one of our favorite topics in New Mexico, green chili, right here on the Children's Hour. Chile 
love our chile verde here in New Mexico. Green chili is the state vegetable. That's Bayou Seco from Silver City, New Mexico. And today on the show, we're learning about governing our state. Our governor, Michelle Lujan Grisham, is with us on the line, and we're learning about all the different things she's been doing for the people of New Mexico. But even more, we're learning how governors can make decisions like what she's made around mask wearing and environmental decisions. There's so many more things that governors do, and we're going to learn more about it here on the Children's Hour. We have time for just a few more questions. Let's go to Illuminata. I was wondering, what can you do to help unhoused people or homeless people? And what are you doing for the homeless during COVID? How are you helping them? Uh, We're seeing across the world, but certainly in the United States and right here in my state, that too many people are finding themselves and their whole families Um, without housing, so shelter and the basic things that many of us take for granted, right? Food every day, a a warm house or shelter, a place to have our pets, our brothers and sisters, um, a bed, a kitchen. Uh, And it's something that uh, I don't think this country has done enough about. So let me tell you where we are in my state. So during COVID, we provided food, sanitation. So that means hand sanitizer and other supplies and masks. We did testing everywhere and anywhere. And we made sure that we were delivering those services to uh, a homeless population by bringing mobile vans. And we did that for vaccinations too. We went to wherever you are, wherever you're congregating. If there was a food delivery site, if there was a shelter or a church, we came to you. The big issues for most individuals who find themselves uh, without adequate shelter is affordability in terms of housing, right? It's really gotten expensive. Childcare is thousands of dollars a month across this country. Housing is thousands of dollars a month. Food is a thousand or more a month, and that's before healthcare costs. So those pressures mean people lose the ability to be in housing. We have to do better. So we're building affordable housing. We're changing the way in which we think about that. We're integrating that in many ways. Two, behavioral health. It just means that, you know, we didn't get good healthcare access and I might uh, be depressed or I don't feel good. And it requires counseling and support. Sometimes it requires medication. And we don't do that very well in the United States. So we're going to start doing a whole lot of very specific programs for behavioral health. And we're launching a lot of those right in one of our biggest cities, the biggest city, Albuquerque. Last thing we're doing, we're buying up hotels as a state so that we can create immediate, safe, fair, clean housing for kids and their parents right now. And we're going to build more shelters and we're going to build more service structures and we're going to build more affordable housing and we're going to fix healthcare. And the behavioral health is a real challenge here because I've got to create lots of new programs to actually meet those needs. What advice do you have for all the little girls listening? All girls, just like boys, should feel like there's nothing you can't do in the entire world. 
And if we just keep telling each other that and supporting each other, then it's getting closer to true every day. And you can make that happen. You support yourself, you support your girlfriends, and you make sure that you think already about, I can be governor, I can be president, I can be vice president, I can be in Congress, I can run a business, I can own a business, I can lead a community, I can run a children's hour like Katie Stone. And, you know, this is really important because if you're going to have a good government, then it has to be about equality. And if we don't have more women and more girls who are involved in all of these decisions and all of these leadership roles, then this country can't have equality. And if you can't have equality, you don't have what we call a democracy, right? Where it's a government that you create, people create. And so my advice again is feel powerful feel like you can do anything that you want and know that you're smart, talented, amazing, brilliant, and kind. And that those are the attributes that really do change the whole world. So go girl, go. New Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham is indeed all those things. Thank you so much for taking the time and being with us on the Children's Hour today. It was my honor. I hope you'll ask me again. And uh, thanks to all of you all who took the time to ask um, uh, these questions and who gave me things to think about. Thank you so much, Governor. Thank you. Coming up, we're going to hear from Lily in Las Cruces, New Mexico. She has a message for us all. And we're going to hear from the Yale Climate Connections about getting electricity to places that never had it before. You're listening to the Children's Hour. We'll be right back. The Children's Hour radio show is an independent production of the Children's Hour Incorporated, a New Mexico nonprofit. The Children's Hour is supported in part by an award from New Mexico Arts, a division of the New Mexico Department of Cultural Affairs, and the National Endowment for the Arts. Support for the Children's Hour is provided by the County of Bernalillo, New Mexico, burnco.gov. Support for the Children's Hour is also provided by the City of Albuquerque's Cultural Services Department and the Urban Enhancement Trust Fund. Support for the Children's Hour is provided by Token Ibis, a nonprofit making philanthropy accessible to everyone. To sign up, go to tokenibis.org.
waiting for Now is the moment now Now is the moment we've been waiting for Now is the moment now It's your time Now is the moment we've been waiting for It's our time Now is the moment now It's your time Now is the moment we've been waiting for It's our time Now is the moment now It's your time Now is the moment we've been waiting for It's our time Now is the moment now It's your time Now is the moment we've been waiting for It's our time Now is the moment now It's your time It's my time It's our time Now My name is Lily G. Hauseman. I live in Las Cruces, New Mexico, and this is my letter that was published in the New York Times. I'm upset. I'm worried. I am angry because the adults have ruined Earth for my generation. You have trashed this world. You have polluted it. The fact that I, a 10-year-old, have to write this letter is proving your failure. But if you believe that we can save the planet, then you can embrace change. You can vote for world leaders who will stop climate change. There are billions of children around the world, and all of us deserve to live in a world with clean oceans, clean air, and a healthy planet. Our lives are already being affected by climate change. Think about how horrible life could be for the next generation if we don't act now. Heat waves would be so terrible, they could actually make parts of the planet unsafe for us. And rising sea levels would be so serious that some coastal areas could become uninhabitable. We are at the beginning of a mass extinction. It's been estimated that up to 200 species of plants and animals go extinct every single day. And that isn't acceptable. We must push world leaders to act on climate change so that life can continue. Change is coming and only we can fix the future. For the Children's Hour, this is Lily G. Hauserman. Invisible. 
it's time You better know that No pistol eyelashes, no way This is real Stop hiding behind your mask Facial reveal It's such a cliche they say Future belongs to the kids I feel invisible It's like I'm falling We feel invisible I'm falling I feel invisible It's like I'm falling we feel invisible I'm falling ah, Shame on me, shame on you We all know what to do Save the earth and stop the hate And let us all upon the same page See them falling, hear them crying Guess and buy, then do nothing Let's maintain the engagement That's not insane Make me cry Oh, oh, why They can love, they can live For the kids, oh my Makes me cry I, I, I I feel invisible It's like I'm falling We feel invisible I'm falling Sometimes I think that it's up to us to make that change Change, change I'm Dr. Anthony Lizowitz, and this is Climate Connections. In many small rural settlements in South Africa, residents live in metal shacks with no connections to the regional electricity grid. But now, in one of these settlements, lights are shining. Each shack operates on a solar panel and a battery. Lilia Abron is the president of Peer Consultants, an environmental engineering consulting firm, and its sister company, Peer Africa. For decades, she's worked to bring energy-efficient housing to post-apartheid South Africa. Abron says that as part of a project in Kites Municipality in Northern Cape Province, Pure Africa has helped equip more than 500 homes with independent electrical systems. The solar panel on the roof and the battery is enough to operate inside lights, outdoor lights, a refrigerator, color TV, sewing machine. Now children can read and study in the evenings by lamplight, and outdoor areas are well lit, which helps to improve safety. So Abram says that the benefits of renewable energy technologies go far beyond the climate. It's about using science and technology to transform the lives of people. Climate Connections is produced by the Yale Center for Environmental Communication. Learn more at YaleClimateConnections.org. Today in the sun, shining bright, warming everyone that passes by a welcoming glow all over my face today I'm the sun today I'm a bird soaring high wings outstretched 
a clear blue sky Nothing gets in my way Today I'm a bird Today I'm a cloud Full of rain Heavy and grey What's my name? from a brand new release that just came out. Children, Our Voices Intertwined is the name of her CD. Today I Am the Sun is that track. Before the Yale Climate Connections, you heard Father Goose music with his brand new release, Invisible. Allison Faith Levy was before Lily's letter to the New York Times. Now is the moment is the name of that song. You Are Magic is her brand new release. There's a lot to learn on the Children's Hour today, and that's why we made a learning guide for this episode. You can find it at childrenshour.org. Look for Governing a State. 
We have learning guides for a few of our other episodes, too, and you can expect more in the future. Our learning guides do conform to national educational standards so that the Children's Hour can be used inside the classroom. We're going to go out with an Albuquerque band, Wagogo. We'll catch you next time for another edition of the Children's Hour. You're I'm thankful for my life, I thank the powers of the universe for being Hour is an independent production of the Children's Hour Incorporated, a New Mexico nonprofit corporation. Our show was written by Katie Stone with help from all of us in the kids' crew. And our joke was written by Evan Dates. Find lots of information about us at childrenshour.org. Our thanks to New Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham for being on the show with us today. Thanks also to Lily Hauseman from Las Cruces, New Mexico for sharing her letter. Our podcast can be found wherever you get your podcast, or at patreon.com slash the children's hour. Or ask your smart speaker to play the children's hour podcast. We post our photos and more on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Find us at TCH Radio. Our theme music is written by C.K. Barlow. The Children's Hour is distributed by the Children's Hour Incorporated, PRX, and the Pacifica Radio Network. Thanks for listening to the Children's Hour, Kids Public Radio.